Hi, this is Jennifer. And Audi. And we just want to say thank you for joining our podcast, Vessels of His Heart. Um, we hope that you enjoy this topic that we are discussing and we pray that it blesses you. Hey everyone, we are back and we are excited to share with you um, this episode, this topic, which we think it's a very important topic. And we had the privilege of sharing it at our first women's meeting of the year last Monday. Um, And it is talking about being spiritually healthy. What does it mean and how do we stay spiritually healthy? Um, So what does it look like? Well, it incorporates all aspects of health, not just spiritual. So we are a physical being in a body, but we have a spirit, soul, um, and a mind. And so it incorporates the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And so some of these, it's going to sound like it's a recap of um, previous episodes that we've done and that we've talked about before. So I might go a little bit faster um, with some of these. But the first one, physical, taking care of our physical bodies. So a few things we can do to make sure we're staying healthy in that area, getting enough rest, at least seven hours of sleep at night, um, eating right, decreasing sugars, caffeine, carbs, introducing more lean proteins into your meals and fruits and vegetables, and of course, drinking more water. Exercising, stretching, um, the recommendation is three times a week, at least 30 minutes a day of whatever you like to do to get your body active and your heart rate up a little bit. It could be going for a walk, swimming, riding a bike, whatever it might be. Doing things that you enjoy. Painting, drawing, reading a book, having me time, alone time, just finding time to do things that you enjoy. Um, Also, deep breathing exercises, having... Um, some therapists talk about grounding, putting your feet on the ground and just breathing in slowly for five seconds and then exhaling for five seconds and do that full for like a minute. And just you'll notice sometimes that if you're tense, you're carrying a lot of that tenseness in your shoulders. And just by breathing, remembering to breathe, um, that'll help your body to relax. Also, simple things like making sure you're getting your yearly physical, going to the doctor every year, even if you feel okay and you're healthy and there's not anything going on, um, making sure that you are taking care of that aspect. Um, And then the other part, it's, you know, like not supposed to be last, but um, that we, Audi's going to talk about is meditation and prayer, specifically using scripture. Yeah. But we we did want to leave this one for the last in this category because it is one of the most important things. And as I was doing research, um, I found I came across this article that was talking about meditation per se and how it hasn't been found that by do, doing meditation, practicing meditation daily, it produce, produces a clinical significant reduction in ambulatory blood pressure, like if you have high high problems with your cholesterol, like if you have um, problems like in the cardiac, all of these areas, like reduce the heart rate. Um, It increases the levels of melatonin, which it means that it's going to give you better sleep at night. Um, It also um, allows you to boost your immune system response. So it helps you fight against like viruses and stuff like that. Um, and it helps you reduce stress overall, reduce anxiety, reduce pains that you may deal with. Um, 
self-esteem. It enhances your self-esteem as well. So as simple as doing meditation daily, it helps you be in a better physical health. However, when you do a spiritual meditation with, in this case, and the article was talking about prayer specifically, when you engage in prayer daily, um, it has been found that it truly enhances your quality of life. And for some people in the study, like it extended their time length, like reductions in cancer symptoms, um, autoimmune disorders. Um, it's just, it has been found to be superior than the secular meditation. And it just relaxes you it um, long-term. It decreases anxiety, improves positive mood, spiritual health, and spiritual experiences in general. So it's biblical. Yeah. Like we have to constantly be active in prayer, in our That's prayer right. life, in a fervent prayer life. Not just to ask for things, no, but to acknowledge who God is in our lives because we are the temple, right? And we have to nurture our body and our spiritual body, our physical body with connecting mm -hmm. with God. So what better way if we just practice daily praying, even if it's just one minute, five minutes or throughout the day, it doesn't have to be a specific time of day. It doesn't have to be a specific way to do it. Um, just acknowledge mm -hmm. who God is in your life and just be grateful for what he has done in you. Um, because we're truly like Psalms 139, 14 says, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We have been made in his image and he just wants a relationship with us. Yeah, exactly. It's so important for us to get engaged in prayer. And then a couple of scriptures that I would like to share. First Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 talks about how we are the temple of God. Our bodies are God's temples and how important it is to take care of it. So the second aspect of this is the emotional well-being. Emotional is how we think and feel. How do we cope with things? Do we acknowledge our feelings or do we repress them? Um, and repressing feelings. We've talked a little bit about this before, but when you repress those feelings, your body's going to store it and it's going to come out in different ways. And mm -hmm. whether that looks like a headache, nausea, upset stomach, um, whatever it may be, autoimmune diseases. I mean, your body carries that and stores that. Also, learning how to say no when you need to, not being a people pleaser, mm -hmm. having a strong support network, an accountability person, someone that you can trust, making sure that you're not isolating yourself, right? And that you're surrounding yourself with um, a strong group of people who have the same mindset as you do. People of faith too. Like I think that's a very big, big one. Yeah. And then recognizing when you're in a funk, what does that mean? You know, when you feel maybe a little resentful or some bitterness or anger, or you just can't this nagging mm -hmm. feeling that you know you don't feel like yourself recognizing it you know admitting it and maybe talking to somebody about it mm -hmm. and then some signs of a healthy emotional person what are some signs of a healthy emotional person so it's first of all when you become self-aware just like I said like right now I'm in a funk right now like but I need to not stay here right that's the first thing recognizing what you're feeling in the moment but also don't stay there. You don't have to stay there. Um, 
And that's why you have to have somebody that would hold you accountable or that would pray for you, that would just speak word encouragement to you. Um, Because then the second point is that's going to enable you to have emotional agility, cognitive agility, which you're going to become flexible and you're not going to stay stuck um, by the things that you're going through. And with that is strong coping skills too. Having strong coping skills can help you withstand whatever comes your way, right? And again, meditation and the word, prayer, um, breathing exercises, like living purposely by reminding yourself who you are in Christ. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. And that's what's going to enable you lastly to manage your stress levels, right? So it's funny, like all of these, you're going to see there's a lot of similarities. Why? Because we have been created that way. Um, and so, so yeah, you got to practice gratitude. This is how you can achieve it by cultivating a positive mindset. Um, and with that, I just said like scripture, the promises that God has given you, um, to you and already written in his word, like say it over and over again. That's how you cultivate a truthful and positive mindset based on, on what God says about you. Then, Something that you can practice daily is scan three things throughout the day that you can be grateful for and just focus on that. Like set yourself a date of, I'm not even gonna be negative today. Like I'm not even gonna focus on anything that is negative. I'm just gonna be grateful for what God is doing. Even if it's just the most little things, I'm grateful for water. I'm grateful that I can have food in my table. I'm grateful that I have a home to go to. Um, I grateful that I have a family, whatever it is, it could be small, it could be big, but just try to challenge yourself daily to focus on three things at least that you can be grateful for. Um, another one is demonstrating kindness, just your random acts of kindness to people that you love, even if it's just words of affirmation, being grateful to them. I think we talked about that in, in one of our earlier episodes, right? Um, just tell them, Hey, I really love you and I value you. I appreciate you. Whatever it is, that's an act of kindness. It doesn't have to be necessarily buying something for someone. Um, and then lastly, and it's the, like kind of the most simple one, smile more. Like um, even if you're in a funk, you can learn how to smile through it all. Right. And just tell somebody, just, just say a joke to me or whatever so that I can smile. Um, because yeah. it has been found that facial expressions, especially smiling, really, really has a positive impact in your emotional state. Um, And what happens in our brains is that there's called something mirror mirrors, like like it literally acts like a mirror. Like if you're seeing yourself, right, that's that's what the brain is going to try to copy if if it sees somebody else smiling. And then you're going to, before you know it, be smiling too. So that's how you really know or you can achieve to have a a better emotional state. Yeah. That's right. And another scripture that goes along with emotional and being emotionally healthy, um, Proverbs 17, 22 says, a joyful heart is the health of the body, but a depressed spirit dries up the bones. Mm. So, and it's all intertwined to, together, your physical, spiritual, emotional, um, and your mental health. One, if it's one is out of whack, it's going to affect the other one. So the next one we talked about on our last couple of episodes, negative mindsets. So that's the mental part, right? Being healthy mentally. Um, One is 
recognizing negative thought patterns, right? So you can't fix anything. You can't do anything about it if you don't realize that you are having these negative thought patterns. So the first goal is to recognize them. Think positive. Give yourself positive affirmations, right? When you feel you recognize that there's a negative thought, stop yourself right there and replace it with a positive one. Recognizing feelings of anxiety, depression, isolation, self-pity, or defeated attitude. Making sure that we're not repressing those feelings like we talked about earlier, but expressing it in a healthy way. Whether it's journaling, talking to somebody, in prayer, whatever it may be, but being able to give space for those feelings, acknowledge it, but don't stay there. And then the last thing that I find um, that's helpful for me to be healthy mentally um, and that affects all areas of my life is just being grateful. Practice being grateful and thankful, um, not complaining. <laughs> that's hard. Uh, and the women's mating, um, Audi gave everybody a challenge. Try not to complain about anything for 24 hours. Um, and I'm sure some of us failed the test um, before we even left the building that <laughs> night. But it's hard because it just seems like it's so engraved, right? But when you take the focus off of yourself, yeah, and you're exactly. not so self-involved and you're willing to give to other people and become, you know, involved with other people, yep. that makes mm -hmm. a world of a difference. Um, and just practice being grateful. Name three things that you're thankful for in the day, right? Um, and I gave the example that, you know, I'm not a fan of having to wake up at five in the morning and get everybody ready so I can get myself ready and go to work. But you know what? I have a job. Um, I have children that are home with me that are healthy, you know, that have a place where they can go and they can learn and I'm able to provide for my family. Um, and so a couple of scriptures, Romans 12, two talks about do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then there's another scripture in Isaiah 26.3, which is one of my favorite scriptures. And it basically says that if you keep your mind on God, he will give you peace. Amen to that. So, and I have a, another, another verse here mm -hmm. in Ephesians 6.16. It says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the enemy one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's right. And then it says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. So how can we withstand? How can we persevere by putting um, all of these tools that God has already given us, right? That we have been discussing, right? The word of God and prayer. But the one that really jumps out to me is putting that helmet of salvation. We have been saved by grace, right? So let's put ourselves that helmet so that we can block all those negative mindsets and just walk in the authority that God has given us. And then lastly, what are we going to talk about? Spirituality. Yeah. So the last one, which should be the first one, but it's the main most important one our spiritual aspect. How do we stay spiritually healthy? Well, the last one, spiritual. It all comes down to our relationship with God. Um, and it's funny because what um, our pastor has been preaching about and talking about these past few weeks, a lot of these things are, are in there, what he's talking about. Making God a priority, whether it's five minutes a day in the morning, if that's all you have, driving on your way to work, in the shower, whatever it may be, however it may look like for you. 
Um, I'm a firm believer that, yes, you know, it's important to have a certain amount of time with God, but quantity, quality is better over quantity, right? Um, prayer. Prayer is just talking to God, telling him how you feel, um, you know, praying scripture over your life and over your family and over your situation. Look up different areas of your life that you're struggling with and look that up in scripture and pray those, say those scriptures out loud, claim those promises of God for your life. Um, which brings me to my next one, the word. Um, the word of God is just, we take it for granted, but everything that we need is right there in his word, whatever we need. And there's nothing that Jesus um, went, that Jesus didn't go through that we aren't going to go through or have an experience. Like he has experienced all of it. Um, worship, you know, putting on worship music, um, you know, driving in your car again in the shower or when you're home alone and just having that moment with him. Fellowship, going to church. Yes, you know, technology is great and we can, you know, watch church from home, but there is a difference between being there physically with other people um, in a community, you know, um, in unity as one together. So getting to know other people who have the same mindset and beliefs as you do. Trust, um, just trusting God, knowing that he is in control and there is nothing that we can do that will change a situation other than trust and believe and know that he has the best intentions for our lives. Um, Jeremiah 29, 13, you know, he, he has a plan and a purpose for our life and he will fulfill that. And so believing that and knowing that the more that we seek him, the more we will find him. If we seek him with all of our heart, um, and in truth and in spirit. So all of these things are just really important to stay healthy, to, to really meditate on for this new year and making sure that we are working in in all of those areas of our lives, our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, because like I said earlier, one will always affect the other one. So, um, so I think we hit all of them, right? And then, you know, practice forgiveness is a big one too. And soon we're going to have, I think our next episode, it's going to be about forgiveness, right? Um, but practice forgiveness can really, really help in your spiritual walk. And then, um, spending time with nature, with God's creation too, um, and just connecting with God in that way by prayer or again, reading the scripture, but just going outside and just acknowledging and being grateful of what he has created for you. Um, and then just volunteer in your community. We, Jennifer mentioned it, right? Serving. It's not all for you, right? God is giving you something to give to others, right? Um, there is a job, there is a responsibility that we held as, you know, Christians, and we just have to reach out the souls, right? Um, and that's even going to strengthen our walk with God, because we're going to learn from other people's experiences. We're going to see what God is doing in their lives, listening to the testimonies. Um, and so is the body supporting the body? And that is very, very important, because the more that we seek him, the more we're going to be able to find him. Um, and I did want to mention something quick. Let me look up my notes quick here. Um, it is in our spirit that we have been meaning we have been created to have a purposeful life, right? Um, and our, our deepest level of our spirit gives us meaning and purpose and our spirit enables us to love one another, ourselves and a God. 
It is through our spirit that we have communion and fellowship with God. And our spirit gives us the intuition between right and wrong, meaning our spirit is going to give us the discernment. Well, not our spirit, the Holy Spirit, right? Um, So the Holy Spirit is going to guide us. He's going to enable us to really say, "Mm, there's something wrong here, right? I don't, I don't see this. I feel like an oppression. I feel like there's a wall. I feel like this, this, I need to move into this direction or I need to do this. Um, but for us to even get into that space of discernment, we have to be connected with God constantly. It's not a one Sunday thing. It's not a Wednesday thing. It's a day by day, 24 hours, seven days a week, constantly seeking his word Um, seeking his approval and his direction, his guidance, so that then when you are a vessel in his hand, right? So when you are doing what he has called you to do, you can be enabled in that calling. You can be enabled and to see, okay, this is where God wants me. Oh, wait a second. This is where I need to shut my mouth, right? Um, So that's part of that spiritual health. Having a spiritual health, it also becomes having discernment. So just remember um, that our spiritual health will have a significant impact in our emotional state and also in our physical health. Um, So like Jennifer said, there is an interconnection that we have between the spirit, the soul, and the body. And that's why it's so important that we stay rooted in his word and in his promises Um, and just be excited about what God is doing. So let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks for for what you have done, Lord, because truly you have loved us with an everlasting love, God, and you're always present. You're always with us, God. And we just pray that as we move forward into the calling that you have placed in us, Lord, um, that you will continue, God, to pour, pour into us the resources, to pour us the strength, the guidance, to surround us with people that will support us, God, that will Pray for one another, God, that we can just continue to hear you despise everything with all the loud noises, what the world wants to throw at us, that we can really only focus on your word, on your promises, and on your voice, God. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives, and we just pray that we can continue to walk in the authority that you have given us, that we can be grateful, that we can cast all our worries, all our anxieties in your hands, knowing that you are in control and that you are taking care of all of our needs. In Jesus' name, amen. So we will see you all next week. And our topic is going to be what? Forgiveness. So make sure you tune in next Thursday and God bless. Thank you so much for joining us.